0: Psalm 139 for the chief musician, a psalm by David. And this one happens to be one of the most popular and famous of all the psalms. And you'll probably remember bits of it when we start reading. Yahweh, you have searched me and you know me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, Yahweh, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before. You laid your hand on me. This knowledge is beyond me. It's lofty. I can't attain it. Where could I go from your spirit? Or where could I flee from your presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the dawn and settle in the utmost parts of the sea, Even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will overwhelm me, the light around me will be night. Even the darkness doesn't hide from you, but the night shines as the day, for darkness is like light to you. For you formed my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and my soul knows that very well. My frame wasn't hidden from you when I was made in secret, woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my body. In your book they were all written, the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, God! How vast is the sum! If I would count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I wake up, I am still with you. If you, only God, would kill the wicked, get away from me, you bloodthirsty men, for they speak against you wickedly. Your enemies take your name in vain. Yahweh, don't I hate those who hate you? Am I not grieved with those who rise up against you? I hate them with a perfect hatred. They have become my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. It's a psalm that's dear to people because it shows us that God knows us very well, knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows how many hairs are on our heads. He knows every thought we're going to think. In verse 3 it says, You search out my path and my lying down. You are acquainted with all my ways. There's nothing you will do that God doesn't know you are going to do it. This is wonderful and terrifying all at the same time. People find it terrifying because some people think that it means everything in my life is like preordained, predestined. I don't have a choice. People find that terrifying. They they find the thought terrifying that their future is already set in stone. It's not really like that. God just knows you so well. He just knows what you're going to choose. It's actually wonderful that God knows you so well. Verse 6, he says, this knowledge is beyond me. It's lofty. I can't attain it well there are a lot of things that we don't understand about God that's why he's God if we could understand him he wouldn't he wouldn't be worth being a God and <laughs> so it is lofty the things that this this uh, psalm talks about are beyond us in verse 9 it says you know if I It was describing you know if I try to get away from your presence wherever I go, there you are. It says in verse nine, if I take the wings of the dawn and settle in the utmost parts of the sea, there you are. That's what Jonah tried to do. He tried to run away from God. You can't get away from God. And that turns out is a good and a bad thing. It's bad if you're trying to get away from him, but it's good because his hand is with you all the time. He said in the New Testament, lo, I am with you always. And that's very, very true. Verse 12: Even the darkness doesn't hide from you, for darkness is like light to you. Even in the most difficult moment of your life, when you don't know, you can't see, you don't understand what to do, the Lord knows. The Lord knows what to do, and He is with you. Verse 13: It says, "You formed my inmost being; you knit me together in my mother's womb." Turns out God's into knitting, <laughs> and each of us are a knitting project, and. Uh, It's just a figure of speech, of course, but it just shows us that each person is not just a random process. You are deliberately created by the Lord. Every part of you, he knit you, he he knows you. In verse 14, it says, I give thanks to you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Well, what does it mean to be fearfully and wonderfully made? Well, wonderfully made's easy. It means he's done a wonderful job of you. But fearfully means, I think it means you were made with thought. It's, it's not like uh, there's this machine and you press a button and out comes a result and the result's wonderful. You know, like, you look at, fact, you know, you, you can go buy a car, for example, and cars come down a factory line. Sure, people work on them, but it's a system. The cars are wonderful, but it's kind of automated as well. But fearfully, it means it's been made with specific thought. God thought about you when you were being made that's an amazing idea right there verse 16 it says your eyes saw my body and in your book they were all written in your book or they were all written the days that were ordained for me so it turns out God's a librarian too as well as a knitter and he's got a giant library where there's a book for every single person and everything you've ever done is written in that book even the things you haven't done yet that's also a scary thought of course doesn't god doesn't have an actual library it's a figurative idea but god knows all your days are kind of like being preserved and um it's a scary thought but also at the same time to know that the lord knows you so well and it says his thoughts to you are without number it says more than the grains of sand on the sea and we've also found out recently the University of Hawaii found out that there are actually more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on in the whole world. That's an insane thought right there. Well, either way, the thoughts of the Lord toward you are more than that. The psalm finishes with a little tiny prayer. David says, search me, O Lord, see if there's any wicked way in me. This is also a scary prayer. Lots of things in this psalm are wonderful and scary all at the same time. This prayer is scary. Because there are things in us that we don't know about. There's wickedness in our hearts. We want to know what it is, but at the same time, we don't want to know what it is because we don't want to really know how bad we are. But it's a it's a brave prayer that David prayed, and so I think a prayer we should pray to, Lord. We want to know, uh, Lord. We know that you know us so well. You know all the thoughts that we have. You know when we sit and rise and stand and where we go. You know. Every hair on our heads, you know us well. And Father, we, wanna, we want you to search our heart and show us our own faults because we want to be more like you. So give us grace to be drawn into the things of the Lord, I pray. Amen.